Think Again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio, 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, a program presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation working for social change for over 25 years. I'm Jacques Boulet, and Jennifer, again, will not be with us today. She took a day off. But I'm joined by Tuffy Morwitzer, who is an activist with the Gungara Environment Centre, commonly known as GECO. We're going to talk about what's happening with logging in Victorian forests and also discuss a little bit the new anti-protest legislations which seem to be spreading across the different states in this country. So welcome, Tuffy. Hi, Jacques. How are you? I'm okay, I think. So firstly... (laughs) Not too sure. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So for listeners who don't know, can you just tell us a bit about Gekko? I hope that I really pronounce it right. Its background and what what its purposes uh, are and really who is involved as well. So the Ginga Environment Centre was established 30 years ago. It... Mm -hmm. It has really strong foundations in uh, blockades in East Gippsland. Mm-hmm. It works to protect and restore the forests of East Gippsland, which are incredibly rare and unique, um, you know, and significant nationally. Mm-hmm. The group itself is made up of um, previous campaigners, locals from Goongra, um, as well as. Uh, people from the broader community in, in, in neighbouring regional towns as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's a pretty old and um, diverse collective. He's been working for a long time. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that even in the early years of Borderlands, 25 years ago, some of us were collaborating when people of your group uh, were sitting in treetops and all of that. And I, still, yeah. Yeah, and I still remember that uh, some of us were collecting food to bring down there. So that was they were they were the good times. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people have um, come through East Gippsland over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gecko's uh, flagship campaign, the one that really um, mm-hmm. established the collective, was Gulengook, which was a five-year right. blockade. Um, that had over 500 arrests, so it was the, the longest forest blockade yeah, in Australian uh, history. Ben Lehman, who is now gone, basically, and his kids were very much involved, and I still remember uh, with us at Borderlands collecting some stuff to bring down there to support them. How, yeah. how and why did you come to become an activist with uh, Gecko? So I had visited East Gippsland about... 2005 initially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. had sporadically kind of made trips out there until 2018 where I actually started a film project out in East Gippsland and this is a bit of a tangent but um, 
the film project was was using 16mm film and it required uh, kind of, well, I was burying the film and using natural decay techniques, <clears throat> which meant that I had to keep coming out there to go and bury and then retrieve the film a month later and then process it and bring the next roll out there. So I was visiting quite a bit and I was going to all of the the Gecko Citizen Science Camps and Environment East Gippsland Forest Forever Camps and just coming out there by myself mm-hmm. um, and doing how, how a lot of... How old were you then? Oh, 2018. So well, I'm 41 now. So mm. what's that? That's five years ago. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, 30, 36. Yes. Um, yeah, and but really, so I, I just, I fell in love with the forest out there. Yes, and, I can imagine. Yeah, particularly Kuak at the time, and um, and then when the Black Summer bushfires hit, yes, yes. it was just absolutely devastating, mm-hmm. you know, because those fires they hit eighty percent of the forested area, eighty one percent in in East Gippsland, and um, you know, just really had such a major impact. They mm-hmm. came through Goongarra, you know, mm-hmm. we were lucky that the Environment Centre, um, you know, is still standing, but. Yeah, mm. a lot of people in our collective lost lost their homes during mm. the, those bushfires. So, yeah. yeah, and so that was really the turning point for me because I realised, you know, well, if if these places that I love so deeply are, um, you know, at, at such risk mm. and harm mm. um, from climate change and logging, then um, I want to be with the environment. Mm. I want to be with those places that yeah. I love. And so there was an opening with mm. Gecko and, and I stepped into it. Mm. Now, just my, my question about your age had more to do with, because my time when I was indirectly involved was all young people. So they were like low 20s and uh, teen, uh, uh, yeah, sort of like advanced teenagers kind of people. So I just wanted to have a bit of an idea of the age spread in the organisation. So how would you, what you, what is the age spread in Gecko? From uh, I, I mean, well, yeah, I'm not, I don't know exactly how old people are mm. in the collective. I just know that... Um, you know, there's a, a, a number of of our collective members that have been involved since the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess into into their 50s. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so yeah, but I'm I'm on the. I I think there's one one member that's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> so I'm really I'm on interested. The lower range. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I'm really interested in, in that intergenerational kind of way in which we need to be working. That uh, that Very the experiences important. of of old fats like me are actually passed on to the uh, younger ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Um, you mm. know, the, the work that I do out there, I rely. Mm you know, very heavily on the knowledge and expertise mm-hmm. of the collective yeah. um, to guide me. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I, I, I've been a campaigner for the last 20 years and mm-hmm. I know yeah. how to, to build move, movement and, and power, but, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of uh, historical and, and also ecological right. um, information that um, yeah. I really, yeah. you know, appreciate the collective yeah. department. And that needs me. to be passed on on the younger ones. So that's, mm. yeah. So moving on to our topic for today, we heard some good news a couple of weeks ago that the Victorian government has announced plans to stop logging our native forests forest by mm-hmm. the start of 2024 rather than the end of what initially was uh, planned to be in 2030, I think. So you and Gecko must be pleased about that? 
Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, as as I said, you know, thirty years we've been fighting against clear fell logging in the wood chip industry. So, mm. um, you know, but but you know, while we're really grateful and, and excited about this announcement, it is bittersweet for a lot of people in our group um, and and in the Gingra community because you know we've lost so much. So much has been lost for these long-term collective members. Mm. Um, you know, the, the forest looks really different from what it did 30 years ago. You know, a lot has been logged um, and then you combine that with fire. Um, yeah, there's, you know, the, the landscape is, is very traumatised and, mm. and the legacy of the industry will be long. Mm. Um, so, mm. you know, it is also bittersweet. Mm -hmm. The announcement mm -hmm. has brought up a lot of grief the mm -hmm. people within the, the forest movement and, and the community. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Just, yeah, just give me one second. Mm -hmm. yep. um, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, we are definitely celebrating it whilst also, you know, making sure that we're understanding um, the devil in the detail, which is still emerging. Yeah. Uh -huh. And mm. like what? Well, for example, we are calling for the wood pulp agreement to be disbanded. Yes, the wood pulp exactly. agreement has, yeah, has locked in, um, you know, pulp levels for the Maryvale Mill and has destroyed the capacity for local local jobs and, and the environment as well. So um, if they are serious about ending logging, we want them to disband the wood pulp agreement. We want them to um, disband Vic Forest and we mm -hmm. want them to, um, you know, abolish the regional forest agreement mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah. could you, you know, could these... you say a bit more about this pulp thing? Because I think our listeners may not totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the wood pulp agreement um, is, a, is a contract between Nippon, mm -hmm. um, Opal, who, uh, you know, run the, the Maryvale Mill yeah, out okay. there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and they're an international Japanese mm -hmm. company. Yep. And so the state government has a contract with them that they will provide um, levels of, of harvest and, and, and material for pulp, um, you know. And so that has meant that they've been kind of locked in mm -hmm. to this agreement. And even okay. though they're ending logging, that doesn't mean that they won't be able to procure logs under other banners. So we okay. want to make sure that, you know, that even if there isn't a Labor government, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. logging will never appear again, again. Um, yeah. you know, for the future. It can never be reestablished. Mm. Um, yeah, and so that, that's, one of the, that's one of the fronts mm -hmm. that, we, that, we're, that we're working on at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and there are other areas where we see potential risk for, for, for logging to continue. Yeah. Um, but it won't ever continue at the scale that it has. Has been, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and so it's still a major win, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we absolutely have to recognise and celebrate that and, and celebrate all the, the decades of sacrifice that people have made to, mm -hmm. to organise in this space and protect these forests and ecosystems and, and communities mm. as well. Yeah. Um, but and, yeah. and about restoring that, that uh, forest, what, what are the plans there? What would you be supporting? So can you ask the question again? The, the uh, replanting and the, re the restoring of the environment, uh, which has been destroyed by the logging. What, yeah. what what are your proposals there? Is it uh, harvest, uh, forest to be harvested again, or what is it that you would propose? No, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, ideally, we want to be building back ecosystems okay. um, to be resilient for, for climate climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, you know, mm-hmm. Gecko has been participating in the transition space already. Orbos has been the pilot community um, for uh, you know undergoing planning for the transition mm-hmm. for the last mm-hmm. two years um, since the 2030 announcement. And so, yeah, our participation in that mm-hmm. space, we can, like, yeah, let you know that restoration, having restoration mm-hmm. as an in, as included part of forest recovery is going to be a major fight. Oh, okay. Um, I figure, I figure, this yeah. is, won't be easy, you mm-hmm. know, and the industry is very much still lurking around in the shadows and planning for their perpetuity mm-hmm. in various different ways. So... You know, mm. we absolutely need to get organised around this. And it's not just, you know, replanting. There's also, we need to update pest management exactly. plans. Exactly. Yeah, we need to um, also update and, and put in action the action plans for mm-hmm. threatened species. Mm-hmm. And all of this will, you know, allow more biodiversity, which makes yeah. ecosystems more resilient to climate change. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as well as, you know, to fires and, and, mm. and climate crises. So. Yeah. Duffy, let us let, let's settle this a little bit and listen to uh, a song that featured on Bob Brown's documentary Giants, The Seed, written by Aurora and sung by Melbourne Indie Voices.
You're listening to Think Again on 3CR Radio, 855 AM on your dial, and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking forests, and we're talking particularly with a member of Gecko, with Tafi uh, Moritzer. And we have been talking just before about the uh, results and the, res- the possibilities with the stopping of logging promised by the Andrews government. So let's move a little bit now to uh, the kinds of legislation and legislative changes which have been happening here, but also in other states. What do you think needs to happen, really, to preserve our precious native forests? And what is Gecko thinking about that? We already talked a bit about it before. Yeah, so obviously there's a lot of work within restoration to um, to enhance an, an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. But as part of the announcement, there's 1.8 million hectares that was subject to the timber allocation order for big forest that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is now, you know, basically kind of has an indeterminate future in terms of what kind of tenure it'll come under mm-hmm. uh, and what kind of management it will have. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah in, in terms of, you know, what kind of... Uh, obviously, we want to see permanent protection for forests and mm-hmm. there's many ways that they could ha- that could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to see cultural caretaker rights restored for Indigenous um, people, mm-hmm. First Nations people in Australia. So we worked very closely with the Bitterwell mob um, and as well as, you know, parts of the Gunnarkurna community in the Garrigo Monero mob up in up, up where we are. And so we'll continue to kind of, you know, see how they can fulfil their obligations and responsibilities to care mm-hmm. for country mm-hmm. and how, mm-hmm. you know, as part of this transition process and the 1.8 million hectares, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. there's, that there's a primary role for them as mm-hmm. part of that. Mm-hmm. But those discussions are very much still under construction mm-hmm. and in development, and I think that's true for everyone, including the government. Mm-hmm. And how is that? How does that collaboration work? Is there because after years of not talking or of talking as enemies, how how does it work? How's the atmosphere in these talks, or are they regular or with the government? Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. industry particularly also. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the just in terms of the transition mm-hmm. process in East Gippsland, I think that so Gecko's definitely been participating alongside industry in these spaces. Okay. Uh, and um, and that's how we can say you know how difficult of a fight it's going to be to get a restoration agenda up because figure, yeah. what we are seeing is. Yeah, the industry is trying to continue to make themselves relevant mm-hmm. um, in other ways so that they can repurpose the machinery and mm-hmm. um, and also yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, I think what we're what we're trying to propose is is a different a different idea. Uh, you know, for East Gippsland based on the care economy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's and then part of that is building not just ecosystems, but communities that are resilient to climate change. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, restoration is just one part of that. Investment in health and care work is also another really big part of that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, you know, there are a lot of jobs uh, in these, these areas. We, 
Gecko's also been involved in the development of the Emerald Link project, which, which is, is quite an yeah. You... The Emerald the Emerald Link is a really extensive proposal for a visitor economy for East Gippsland based on its natural um, and rare and unique assets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so even just one part of that project, which is called the Cedar Summit, which is a multi-day hike, which goes all the way from the coast to the Alpine. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the state government's already done a feasibility on on that hike, mm-hmm. and it's indicated that there will be 250 jobs, new jobs generated just from that hike My within goodness. the region. Yeah. And so, you know, that's already outnumbering the amount of jobs that exist within within the logging industry. Just that one project. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, you know, there's just so much, you know, and and that and that visitor economy. Is based on is based on the care economy. It's based on you know revitalising, rehabilitating, and restoring these natural assets and delivering them back to the commons. You know, so mm-hmm. it's not just a private p- p- profit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're actually back to the community in a way that we're working with them. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of building mm-hmm. building back the strength that we also depend on to to, to fight the, the the climate crisis. Yeah, Duffy, I'm so glad that you use all these words which we have tried to revitalize, like the commons and the care economy. That's fantastic, actually. That is really fantastic. Because that also would uh, ask for the involvement of lots of people in in community development and those kinds of things, which is where Borderlands is about and has been about for 25 years now. So what about blockades and public protests? Are they still part of the possibilities? Because we've got now the draconian anti-protest legislations in Victoria and just most recently in South Australia. What about that? And the article which was just in, where was it, in the conversation, I think, talks about uh, those legislations. What's your reaction to that? So, I mean, absolutely within the next six months, we are worried that there's going to be a smash and grab from the industry. And so definitely within the next six months, um, we need to mobilise to defend um, these areas. And if we defend them, we, we keep them in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a, a fight for for now, it's a fight forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, definitely within the next six months, that is an extremely relevant tool mm-hmm. to be using. Yep. Uh, um, and, you know, there are parts of uh, forests that are being carved out as part of the announcement. Mm-hmm. So it was revealed um, by by the government uh, earlier this week that um, that areas that are, I, I think, I think it's called forest licenses. Yes. But it's where community yes. forestry, yeah, happens and, and other types of activity. And so, yeah, they, these areas... Um, that, which are there's still a number of um, a number of areas subject to this t- type of activity, including um, parts of the Wombat State Forest yes, and, yes. and further exactly. out west. Yes, I heard that. And yeah. so, yeah, and so you know, actually, you know, those those tools of blockading and citizen science and legal action and and all of these things that would come under nonviolence direct action um, will be relevant, still relevant for those areas. We also know that as part of the transition, they want to move, um, they want to push the community forestry framework to next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that will be something that will uh, oppose, um, particularly given how it turned out in, in the western part mm-hmm. of Victoria. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, goodness me, never ending story, is it? <laughs> 
What, what but did... it's still, you know, don't, don't want to undermine the win because mm-hmm. it is still mm-hmm. a huge, significant win. Mm-hmm. And the scale of operation is much smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think mm. now is the time to be building back, you know, what those future economies, that future care economy looks like. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, yes. while still defending these other parts that are still subject to these extractive um, industries. Yes, yes, that's right. Long way to go still there, hey? Mm. I mean, the struggle never ends. We all know that. <laughs> yes, I certainly do. So, Duffy, what, what can listeners do to help? So, well, at the moment, we are trying to raise money for um, basically like my campaign a wage mm-hmm. for, for the next year. So, um, yeah, Gecko... Uh, Gecko is run purely off donations from our supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get occasional grants, but we rely really heavily on donations from our community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to keep this working capacity alive within the region. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they can head over to our website at geco.org.au and, and click the donate button mm-hmm. on, on the front page. Um, yeah, and, and donate money for, for the end of the financial year. It's tax deductible. Well, that's right. Um, that's right. So mm-hmm. at the moment, that's, that's, that's what we're pushing for. But, mm-hmm. you know, in a month's time, mm-hmm. we'll be pushing for other things. Yeah, <laughs> Could you repeat that, uh, that uh, W whatever it's called? <laughs> yeah. G-E-C-O dot org dot au. Gecko dot org dot au. So, dear listeners, you've heard Duffy. Duffy, thank you so much for uh, joining me tonight, uh, today uh, and to particularly also be so knowledgeable about all of the kinds of things where we city people probably rarely have any idea about. We, our ideas are about cars and high-rises and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So thank you for explicating it to us. And, oh, thank uh, you so much. And, and I'm still learning too. So. And good luck yeah. with all of uh, what you're doing and we can with whatever means we can support, we will yeah. do. We will also particularly write it in the journals and, uh, and our newsletters and all of that. Okay. Thank you and good yeah. luck with all of the things you're doing. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio and supporting our program and hopefully also supporting Gecko. If you want to send us a message, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Our past programs are available by podcast on your favorite platform and via the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. We also want to remind listeners about the Radiothon, which is coming up next week. We will have a special program and we will have the voices of uh, people we have in the past interviewed and uh, who have supported us and who we are trying to support as well. Meanwhile, please please enjoy Milky Mana by King Stingray.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.